back, even though nobody asked us to return Puck Wave Podcast, second round edition. America's Goalie Jacks Bowline is back. Stooge is here. Uh, we were just saying it's really been a, a real bummer the second round. There's been like one close game out of, I don't know, how many have they played? 16? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not any, it was the first one that was any substance, you know, real close gameplay. Uh, what have you made of, you know, first round? What two teams have played four games? Edmonton, Vegas is in the middle of the fourth game right now. Um, oh, wait, no. Devils played four in the, the other one. Played for Kraken, yeah, yeah. And the, the Leafs just finished up that fourth game here tonight. Um, in that, uh, it was a pretty close game here tonight. Actually, it was very close. I mean, uh, two to one the score. Leafs avoid that sweep. Um, <laughs> at the start of that game, I was I was thinking this could be a bad game for the Leafs. The Panthers uh, really brought their game, but it, it the Leafs turned it up and uh, they they finish out that close one. A good a good game. For the Leafs and a team that is facing an elimination after getting out of the first round for the first time in 20 years, <laughs> that would have been, uh, oh, geez. I, I can't even imagine that feeling. Just, I mean, it still could happen in five games, but. It just, basically uh, would have been like they didn't win in the first round. That's how I would have feel. That's how, that, that's the way I was thinking about it too. It's just it doesn't even feel like a successful, I mean, obviously it's never a, I don't know, a successful playoffs when you lose, but I don't, it, it, getting past the first round, maybe it's just because uh, the team I cheer for never gets out of the first round, but uh, getting out of the first round has to feel pretty good, like a, a pretty successful season, a good, good season, but for the Maple Leafs, get out of the first round and get swept. I mean, that's, it's just four more games. And even like you said, I, this team was a uh, cup or bust, really. It felt like, mm-hmm. and even if they do win, or not even if if it's five, if it's six, it still doesn't seem like they accomplished their goal. They loaded up to make a a big cup run in his six games in the second round. Their end goal, no. And the big four has been non-existent until tonight. Uh, Mitch got a goal. William Nylander got a goal. But up until now, they haven't done anything. Yeah, that's something else I was thinking about this during those playoffs. The Leafs are you, they're often favored uh, in to win to win the Stanley Cup to go to the Stanley Cup year in the last I'd say four years. Uh, I'd say that's pretty accurate since Marner and and Matthews really have been uh, on the team together. And but, but why? Is it just because – I don't know if we have Leafs listeners, and I'm not a Leafs hater. I mean, they're, they're not in the same conference as any team I cheer for. Um, but it's just why. It, it's the same kind of thing as the Cowboys in the NFL. They're usually favored to, to go far in the NFL. and They never do. I, I, no, and I just don't see why they've never shown anything that I mean, and they don't have they haven't shown any improvement this year. They have they got out of the first round, so then next year, do you put them in a favorites again, or I, I don't even know where to think about them for the next next year. 
and that's the, this team could be so different next year. Mm-hmm. I remember talking in the playoffs last year after, you know, they got bounced and I, I said that somebody was going to go. I thought it was going to be Nylander. I thought he was going to be the scapegoat. He obviously made it, but then he's not really giving himself, you know, somebody, something has to change. I, I yeah. don't know how many games in the second round it takes for them to keep everybody. If you're running the team, do you keep everybody? Let's say they make it, they win one more and they lose in six. Do you keep everybody and think, oh, maybe next year is the year? Yeah, I mean, that's how that's how it's felt the last couple of years. And I was with you. I thought Neilander was gone. I was hoping the Wild would make a bid at him a couple of years ago um, just because he's a talented forward. But it's it's a group that there's something going on that's wrong, whether it's coaching, which they've made a change at uh, in the last couple of years, whether it's I mean, the big the big thing is goaltending. And, uh, you know, this year they they had decent goaltending, I thought, uh, throughout the season. It's just that that playoff goaltending. It's been uh, it's been bad. Uh, Sam Sonoff was bad. was was not it has not been good uh, in the playoffs. And uh is there backup Joseph Wall? Yeah, uh, Joseph Wall is still very young. I think he's a hopeful guy, uh, but his I mean, he hasn't been good either. I feel like that has been the bugaboo for all the teams that are down in their series. It's been the goaltending. Simsonov hasn't been great. Wall obviously got the win tonight. Vegas Edmonton, one game, one of the goalies is bad, or if it's like game one, both goalies were just awful. Mm-hmm. Um, Grubauer's been okay. Your boy Ottinger, he's had his ups and downs. Yeah. So that's really there's no elite goaltender left in these playoffs. There that's, isn't. That's why so yeah. many teams that advanced, like for the Devils' sake, so many Devils fans were optimistic because they beat the best goalie they would face mm-hmm. because of the way the tournament worked out. But now you're seeing oh, shoot, our goalie still needs to be competent and not taken out every game and this and that. So it's it's just the ebbs and flows of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, you hit it on the nail. There are no uh, top five, top ten goalies left in the playoffs. Arguably, Jake Ottinger, when he's on his game, is probably a top goalie in the league. But in, a, in this series, he has not been – that good. I don't think the Wild tested him that good either. Uh, when they did, they scored three plus on him. So I don't think he's been as good as he was last year in the playoffs. But I mean, you look at the goal, the top goalies in the league: Igor Shesterkin out, uh, Ilya Sorokin out. Uh, this year, Philip Gustafson was one of the top goalies. He's out. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, one of the top goalies right now is uh, Curry Schmid, who uh, your guy who. I mean, he got pulled in uh, with the last start. So it's just – it's such an up-and-down uh, series. I guess Frederick Anderson's playing. Uh, I think he's the starter now uh, with um, uh, Ranta. Ranta, Cucci out. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's a weird playoffs. And I don't get how the Knights are getting some go- – tonight they're not. But, God, they have no goalies. They've been so unlucky with goaltending. And tonight it's it's showing. I I guess I'll save the Devils just towards the end so I can really soak it all in, and we'll go to Knights Oilers, which right now it's 
three nothing in the first. So it's looking like yet another route in that series. You, you're totally right. Vegas has just gotten absolutely boned by goalies. And the fact that they traded for Jonathan Quick and so many Knights fans thought that, you know, he was the answer. He wasn't even dressed until two nights ago. He had to get dressed in between periods. He was up in the press box. Now he's the backup, Aiden Hill, who I do have some bad memories with. He absolutely, as a lot of the games the Devils lost this year, absolutely goalied the Devils. So he beat them. But it's the goaltending in this series that it's not even who plays better. It's who lets in less, which is such a terrible way. And I know you watching at home, you just hate that style. And it's the same thing with, I was trying to think all day. What was Edmonton's goalie's name last year? Uh, Edmonton, it was uh, Koskinen. The old guy. Mike Smith. Mike Smith. I could not remember his name. That was what kept Edmonton out of the finals. Yep. You could make a point that, you know, Colorado is better than Edmonton, but I think Edmonton would have been a better team with a better goalie. But now... Vegas is getting that. They, you know, lost their starter probably for the rest of the playoffs, depending how far they go. Aiden Hill, this is his first second start tonight. Yeah. Not playing great. Edmonton, I have no idea what they're doing in that. So is is it Edmonton has the advantage just because they may have the better hand right now? They've scored three goals, so I guess you look at it like that. But then you have uh, Stuart Skinner, who, I mean, he has not looked good for the Oilers uh, in this series. But I think I still believe in Stuart Skinner. I think he's been their best goalie. I, I don't know what's what goes on in the Oilers dressing room. This is the best and most consistent goalie you've had as a starter on the Oilers for the last, I'm thinking of, I mean, I don't even know. Basically, going back since Hobby McDavid's Hewitt. been there. Yeah, and and you have to wonder if it's coaching. Um, I just looked up who their goalie coach was, and he's been there for three seasons, so they obviously made a change not too long ago there. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's defense. You look at the Oilers' defense, it's, it's not great. They have a lot of guys who can score from the point, but you also need guys like uh, you think in the league like uh, Dougie Hamilton or or Jonas Brodeen or those guys who don't score and just are solid back there and can avoid those scoring chances. They don't have many of those guys. And Ekholm is – I feel bad for Tyson Berry because basically as soon as that trade was official, all Oilers fans were like, yes, we won this one. Ekholm is exactly what we needed. Thank God Tyson Berry has gone, blah, blah, blah. I don't think Tyson Berry is bad, but he definitely, you know, kind of got the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. Ekholm has done exactly what they needed, but like you said, it, if if you pepper, if you get your goalie peppered, it's not going to work out more times than not unless you have one of the top five goalies. So, assuming it'll be tied two two, it'll go back to Vegas for you know five and seven, Edmonton game six. Which team do you like the rest of the way? It's whatever team shows up. So, I mean, it's been going back and forth. And home ice has has been key, if I remember right. Um, I think Vegas probably has the better overall team. 
to get through this round. I love Edmonton though. I really am. I'm kind of rooting for them uh, to win. And, and uh, I just, I, I like watching them. And obviously who wouldn't want like watching dry and uh, McDavid and you can never count them out either, but I just think Edmund, uh, Vegas has the better overall team. They have that defenseman uh, as well. I mean, they have uh, Petrangelo who, who can score. They also have, I mean, hometown ties is Zach Whitecloud, who's an excellent defensive defenseman. He's a, a, a tough nosed kid who uh, went to Bemidji state where I went, but uh, uh, he's, he's an excellent defensive guy. And it's just something Edmonton doesn't have. I, I looked up their defense, the, their defensive core here. And I mean, Brett Kulak is probably their best defensive defenseman DRNA maybe, but yeah, it's just, it's a lot of guys who are offensive line, uh, uh, offensive minded, like Darnell nurse and, Bouchard and I guess Cody Cece is just there but um uh yeah it's it's difficult to win I, I thought it was at least to win without uh without defense and good goaltending but apparently that's not the case in this playoff I I'm gonna say Edmonton I think they just have more firepower I understand that won't win you a Stanley Cup but I think in this series they can outscore Vegas and I guess they have a little bit better of a goalie situation and I would be absolutely not doing my job if I didn't bring up Evander Kane his antics this series just classic Evander Kane I'm so proud of myself (laughs) for aligning myself with him he's just doing exactly what you want him to do the what was it Monday night I forget who it even was. He just like ran up on. You may say, I think it was Petrangelo. Uh, you may say, you know, the period was over, blah, blah, blah. Petrangelo like shot the puck at him. And then of anybody, you think Evander Kane's not going to start something over that. And then the picture of him blowing the kiss to the lady in Vegas and her <laughs> flipping him off, just an all-time hockey photo. So because of that, Dreisaitl, there's legitimate discourse that people are saying he's better than McDavid. I think they're a little bit recency biased because as soon as McDavid lifts up the heart again, everybody will be like, oh, yeah, we're nuts. But but there's just you can't count Edmonton out unless, you know, they goalie themselves again, which very, very possible. Yeah, and I mean, I think that argument's a little a little silly with the dry side on McDavid, just because McDavid is, I mean, he's arguably, at least in our lifetime, he's the best player, all around player we've ever seen. Um, and uh, just his speed and what he can do with the puck, his speed with the puck is in- incredible, but dry side is probably a better overall score. Um, so that, I mean, and scoring, it's a scoring league now. So people like that, but yeah, it's, they're one. They're probably the, the most fun team to watch. People tune in to watch Edmonton, and it's it's good for the NHL. Uh, and I just want them to win a Stanley Cup. I don't care that they're in the same conference as the Wild. I I'd be so happy seeing McDavid and Drysaddle uh, win a Stanley Cup in there, and uh, and uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I mean, he's been there as well. He was their first overall pick too, since I think it was in 2012. Um, so he's been there. A long time too. He's taking hometown discounts. He's had a career year this year. Hasn't been the, the greatest uh, years the last couple, but to see him lift the cup as well, it'd be it'd be pretty awesome. 
but stay in the Western Conference. The only series until this one, after we're done recording, but the only series that is tied is Seattle, Dallas. This one, I thought personally was great for the league. The fact that we either get the Stars or the Kraken in the Western Conference Finals, I think, is really good for both markets. Um, not standard hockey markets per se. You know, they're not a New York, Canada, Minnesota. Uh, trying to think of another like Chicago, Boston. Yeah, but they're both. They sell out well. The fan bases are crazy. Seattle a little more so than Dallas, but Dallas shows up. Philip Grubauer, I'll give him credit. We've given him, you know, we've thrown punches at him, but he stood up and the record is still, you know, intact of every time he plays at, or uh, not Edmonton, every time he faces the Avs, like the Avs wind up losing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's still doing that. What are you making of this series so far? Um, I thought it was going to be a, a little bit lopsided. I, I really, I thought it was going to be a, uh, a Dallas kind of take control of this series, but after watching, it took me game one only, uh, to see the Kraken kind of come out of the gates strong. Um, well, I guess the second or the first, first game there in overtime, but, uh, they stuck with their stars and, uh, they overcame Ottinger. They figured out how to beat Ottinger. Uh, something the wild could not do after a couple games. And I think they're coaching. I, I think uh, uh, Haskell, he – don't want to butcher his name, but uh, uh, he's got to be one of the top coaches in the league already. Um, he's taken this team that from last year, and, and they were not good. Uh, I don't think they had too many expectations going into this year. And they added a couple guys. Uh, Matty Beniers took a giant step, uh, even more than I think anybody could have saw. And he's been super impressive. Group hour was okay throughout the season, a lot better than last year. He's more comfortable, but I, I don't look at it as I looked at it as the, the Knights uh, wins the Stanley Cup playoff that first year where uh, kind of jealous that they get a cup appearance right away. Because uh, Vegas, I mean, it's probably not the biggest hockey it's a popular place to go, um, but I wouldn't say Vegas is a – I don't know. It's hard to say because they do get a lot of attendance, but I don't think, think of Vegas as a big sports town, maybe for football, but um, it's a attraction kind of thing. But Seattle, Seattle's a great sports town, um, and they love their sports there no matter what is there. And they've shown up to these playoff games, and uh, they've had a great environment. They don't have, like, the, the pregame routine that the – the uh, Knights have, but they've shown up really well. So uh, the Kraken are a very good team as well. I mean, they have they have the depth uh, that you need to win a, a series against a team like the Stars, and they have some bullies on their team as well, uh, Christian Tanev, and uh, they have a lot of skilled guys as well. I mean, it's a it's a team that took a big step, and I I I, I would pick the Kraken to win this series. I was banging the Seattle drum the entire year. I remember when I put them in that must-watch list, everybody was like, what are you talking about, this and that. They're just a young team that has four good lines, decent on defense, goalie, I've said, 
has been a problem, but Grubauer seems to figure it out. They're just a lot of fun to watch. They find ways to win games. They play the right way. They play tough. The playoffs have been no different. But I also think Dallas isn't one to be taken lightly. I think that really at any moment they can turn it up, turn it around. Pavelski's been incredible. And Jason Robertson, unless I'm just missing it, it's those little plays, hasn't done too much. He was he was invisible in the Wild Series. Yeah. I, I forgot about him multiple times. He's just he's just there. And, and uh, you know, at some point you have to stop uh, believing that X, Y, and Z will turn it around. But there's no way Robertson's just going to be a non-factor for two straight series. At some point he's going to get one to go into the back of the net and then it might be over. Yeah, uh, he's too good of a player to be held down. But that's the other thing about the Stars, and that's why they out-raced uh, the Wild. That's why they've, they've tied the series here at two. They have the depth on their team. They have depth stars uh, on their team, and they don't have just Robertson. Uh, they have, I mean, you look down the roster, Rupe Hintz is their best player. Uh, he's been one of the best players, if not the best player, in the uh, forward in the, in the Turn it in the in the playoffs yet so far, um, and they have Jamie Ben who's playing really well. Uh, Max Domi is a point per game player uh, here in the playoffs, which I'm not a Max Domi fan, but that was a heck of an acquisition as well. And um, they have great defense. Miko Miro Heskinen uh, there behind them, and they, I mean, Ryan Suter doesn't do much, but um, they have uh, other players there back there who can step up and play really good. And it, it just takes, it takes more than one star to step up. And when one's slumping uh, like Robertson is doing, uh, it, it really helps. I guess enough time has gone by. Um, we got to talk about the series that I care about most. I'm going to let you go first. Canes devils. It's been an absolute mauling one way or another through four. What do you make of this one? Um, Jordan Martinhook uh, was put on waivers, I think, midway through the season. And he has nine points. I think he has, oh, what did I, I think he has six points or something crazy in this series. He might have all nine points in this series. So, uh, I mean, he's been the, he's been the the guy that's kind of struck some. I think he's a captain, if not the captain on the Hurricanes. Stall's a captain, so he might be an assistant captain or something, but um, he's been a guy who's shown up. I know he had one penalty shot that was not a penalty shot, or not a penalty. That shouldn't have been a penalty shot uh, goal the other day, but it's another great team. I, I, it's so impressive how this team is so dominant still without a couple of their best players. Out. I mean, Sveshnikov is probably their most skilled player, and I mean, guys have stepped up for them, like Sebastian Ajo or Brett Burns, who is closer to forty than thirty. I mean, he's stepped up in this series as well. He's looked really good, and yeah, it's just it's been it's been a definitely a tough series. But the Devils scored eight goals on them the other day, so they can score. Sebastian Ajo's a menace. He can't like grow a beard. He has a stupid goatee thing. 
We got to hear every game about how he's finished. Like, okay, cool. Um, yeah. It's just, if you have to pull your goalie every single game, something isn't going right. Uh, it's very similar to what happened in the Rangers series, except the goaltending's been worse. You could I not even make a case. The reason why the Devils beat the Rangers was because Schmidt was incredible the last five games of the series. Uh, he was incredible four out of five because he got pulled like game six or whatever. But, you know, he was really good. He stole the series away from the Rangers. This one, the minimum amount of goals given up by a Devils goalie is four. Um, They have to go back into Carolina today when this comes out. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to give up until final whistle of final game, but do I like their odds to win three? No, they can do it. I've seen them win three straight, you know, this season, but it's just the players that you thought would produce haven't. Timo Meyer got one and then he got the tip in that wound up going to Jack. But, you know, it's, it's the defense also has killed the doubles. I feel like too many just open chances. Like you said, that one penalty that wasn't a penalty on Martin Hook. And it's a learning experience, I hope. Obviously, you could say this about any team, but playoffs are never guaranteed. And everybody has said for the doubles that, you know, they'll be back, this and that, team of the future. But playoffs next year isn't guaranteed. That's the way I've looked at it. So, you know, I've enjoyed this run as much as possible because it's not guaranteed that they ever get back. And I thought they had a really good chance to win it this year. Um, And on the brink of extinction playoff wise, you know, you get a little more sentimental with that. I feel like. Yeah. And especially a team that came back, um, looked like that they were dead against the Rangers and then came back and, and won that. So it's a lot of, a lot of emotion and a lot of adversity, adversity that the, the devils have faced. Um, um, I mean, I don't really, I don't really know what else to say other than just, um, I don't know. It just comes from the, the goaltending and, uh, on the way up just cause, uh, I mean, the stars, if you're trying to look at your, the, the stars on the devils and, uh, point wise, I mean, Jack Hughes has showed up, so that's encouraging, uh, that he can show up in the playoffs. This is, his, I mean, it's his first playoff, yeah. Games. Yeah. Uh, so that's important as well. I mean, you look at even Dawson Mercer. That's, that's, imp- he's showed up pretty well and uh, throughout the playoffs. So there's a lot of bright spots there too. Um, it's just, like you said, it's, it's that the defense and uh, better goaltending is, it's going to be the key. What did you make of the draft lottery the other day? I'm curious what you thought about it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a, a very big uh, conspiracy person, but uh, it, it's just so weird how secretive and uh, there's so many little like little things that make you think that w- what's what's going on. Yeah. Like a couple years ago, um, it was that it was that COVID year, that weird lottery with uh, where the Rangers got uh, after any year uh, with a lottery and with the number one pick and they had the, the entire order up in a commercial break for a glitch, um, like an hour before the whole thing. 
And yep. then, so it, it's obviously pre-recorded, um, which is fine. I mean, that's TV, I guess, but it's just weird when it's a draft lottery. They yeah. pre-record the whole thing. And you don't show the lottery balls. I don't know. It's it's weird. And the Blackhawks, out of anybody, which is obviously Gary Bettman's favorite team, because uh, they don't get any 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 repercussions for anything. I mean, teams are getting their draft picks taken away for having ice time. Well, I don't think they got a draft pick taken away, but teams are getting fined for for skating with each other <laughs> after the season. But yeah, I, we don't have to go into that. But um, it's just crazy to me how they. My only hope is that Bedard is a bust. Imagine. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. anymore, we'll be saying that after game 16, if he only has four points or whatever. And we can't, this isn't even just my anti Rangers propaganda. We can't even say that Lafreniere and Kako are a bust after four and five years because, you know, we just yeah. can't because it's like, oh, they're not fully developed, but, you know. Yeah, I did see something. I don't know if Jacob's going to uh, listen to this, but I did see something where either Capococco or Lafreniere could be cap casualties over the summer, which at that point, you probably have to label them a bust. They were taking one and two. Like, it, the fact that they... Jack Hughes got re-signed while he was yeah. still hurt for $8 million. Kako got re-signed in like the middle of last summer randomly. Lafreniere, same thing. He's not re-signed now. I think Lafreniere has a better... I, I mean, they'll probably both be Rangers next year. Mm-hmm. But Lafreniere, I feel like, has a better chance. Because what did Kako do these playoffs? Nothing. No. Uh, was he the one that had 0 0 Probably. Lafreniere. One of them had... Zero points, zero goals, and I was, I mean, I was, I was all over Lafreniere in that draft, and couple. I was completely wrong on them. I loved them, uh, especially Lafreniere. I, I watched every game of that I could of his juniors that year uh, with Canada, but yeah, I was very wrong about that. I haven't, I'm just hoping Bedard is not good, and I don't know. I have a lot of draft thoughts uh, this year, um, but it, it was very disappointing yesterday. I feel bad for the the Ducks too. So that's even though it's in Anaheim, it's still a used to be a good hockey community, uh, good hockey team, like uh, a good uh, yeah environment. Um, yeah, a good environment when they were when they won the Stanley Cup and and they were a good team back when Getzlov was young and Ryan Kessler. So it's not like that's a bad hockey market there where they shouldn't get Bedard. Yeah, I mean. Fantilly's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like I didn't like watching him in the well, yeah. journey because he he was kind of a mouthy guy. But um, yeah, I think that's all that we can say about you know second round for now. Uh, be back at some point. I'm glad of all the teams to move down. That the team that that whore Johnny Goudreau plays for was the only one that moved down. He really deserved that. And somebody actually said to me, like, I can't believe you're still like caught up with him. It's like, I'm going to think about that guy every day for the rest of my life. I want him to know that I'm out there constantly hating on whatever he does. And I'm totally fine with that. (laughs) 
Yep. Yep. Um, anything else? No. Um, yeah, this playoff has been a little disappointing in the sense of blowouts. Just a lot of blowouts. Uh, I, I mean, you want more overtimes and, and stuff, but maybe the next, the conference finals will be electric. Yeah. It's let's play dot hockey, right? Yep. Let's play dot hockey. Giveaway goes until Friday. Yep. Friday, giving away a hat. As simple as that. Don't have to do anything but like, share, and tag. Yeah. So go do that. Um, just got 2000 on Instagram. Pretty exciting. I was there at the puck wave podcast. will be back sometime. Stopped giving updates because, you know, no one knows. Um, Enjoy the rest of the playoffs. Tell a friend you care about him. And uh, yeah, I think that's really it. All right. Until the next time. Later.